Welcome to the vault where you can find the code to unlock your success. In this space, I invite real, inspiring and successful experts. We have eye-opening conversations about the way to reach your highest potential in life and in business. We will cover the mastery of mindset, energy, emotions, transformation, sales, marketing, thriving in business without losing your authenticity and balance. Hi, I'm Sonia Martinovic and host of The Vault, an entrepreneur, mindset mastery and online business coach with an obsession on real transformation. I'm on a mission to help entrepreneurs and other influencers master the mindset and build a successful and impactful business. Do you want to break free from your limitations and express your truest self in business and in life? Is growth your game and success your aim? Then you are in the right place. Welcome to the vault. Let's start cracking your code. And welcome to the vault. And this week, the vault be set on fire by Coach Leo. She's a professional coach with a lot of coaching experience and hours. She's a life and business strategist and Amazon best-selling author. She also is a profound meditator and speaker. She works with business owners, tech entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs, and she helps them create the life of desire and the results they want in their business. What she heard most from her clients that they feel limitless, confident, self-loving, and that they see much more miracles in their world. So Leo is a true action taker. Her life's, life's purpose is to help millions of people around the world take massive positive action in their lives and the lives of their loved ones. Welcome, Leo. So excited to have you here. Um, hello, Sonia. Wow, that was uh, quite the <laughs> introduction. Thank you so much. I am super grateful to be here. Thank you very much. Yeah, me too. I'm super grateful. And actually, Coach Leo and myself have worked together in several masterminds and solutions and with uh, joint uh, clients. So I'm so excited to have you here. I know how powerful it is what you're doing through action taking. And I've been seeing some clients going from complete anxiety into really crushing it online. So can you please tell people, what is it that you, that what is the story around you becoming a coach? Right. So I think um, as everything else, that my story starts with my personal struggle. As I open my book, if you open my book on the first page, that's where my journey starts. It starts on the floor in my kitchen, in the corner between the cooker and the cabinet. And I was there pretty much, I had a period in my life where I was there pretty much every other day crying. Mm -hmm. So I was in a state of complete and utter unhappiness while outside of me, everything was perfect. So all my surroundings, everybody was healthy. I was abundant in mm. seemingly abundant, but completely miserable inside. So that's where obviously I started asking myself questions. What is happening? What is wrong? Why am I feeling this way? And slowly, slowly through my journey, and that was over a decade ago, through my journey, I realized that I did not have a purpose. Mm. I really felt like I was being drifted through life. I had no purpose. I had no posts, success posts. I did not know who I was. Mm. So through my journey, I realized that having values, having a purpose in this life is really what gives us meaning, gives meaning to everything and anything that we do or we don't do. Yeah, so that's that's my story. 
Yes, exactly. And it does give meaning and the right energy when you fulfill your purpose. So uh, then you started working with clients and also you have this amazing book, Delete, right? And it's about automatic negative thoughts that we have. Could you give people some insights on uh, getting off the kitchen floor (laughs) and actually finding the purpose and what your most important lesson was uh, in your book, Delete? Yeah. So the book Delete was really a result. I need to take everything, all my learnings out because throughout my journey over a decade, I've obviously taken different paths and, you know, want as every other coach out there when they're on a rampant journey of learning and obsessing and taking courses and spending, you know, tens and tens and hundreds of, of hours in, in learning. So it was a sum of what I learned just because I wanted to give people a practical guide with the accent and practical on how they can address their own negative thoughts, right? Mm. Because before we go into life purpose, before we go into grand things that are so important, like values, like life vision, we really need to overcome first the obvious obstacle, right? That people yeah. find it, it's just right in their faces. There's all these great, amazing things on the life horizon, all the things to achieve. But right here, Leo, what I'm seeing, I'm seeing that I feel angry all the time. Right here, Leo, what I'm seeing, I'm seeing that I'm a failure. Right here, Leo, what I'm seeing, I'm seeing that I'm not good enough, right? Mm. So I really wanted to, from my journey, I wanted to create a practical, something that people can take it in their hands and say, right, I know exactly what I need to do in order to overcome this right here. Because so many people want the greater things. But this one right here, the negative thoughts are just blurring the vision of what's possible. So the biggest takeaway really, really is about negative thoughts. The biggest takeaway is you can't let go of them because you're actually subconsciously holding on to them. Mm, yes. Because these negative thoughts is who you are. You build them into your identity at certain level. And the reason why you can't let them go is not because you can't. It's because mm. you don't want to. Exactly. So people ha- tend to hang on to the question in life, right? Who am I? And it's it's like gathered like an identity. And then even if they want to transform, it's just releasing that identity really needs a framework and some work, right? So, and on different levels in business and in life too, you see a lot of people being very successful and still not feeling successful. So could you tell a little bit about that? Maybe an example of a client that truly was doing the right work, but was not feeling successful. Right. So that's where the identity comes in. uh, And that's where setting the right goals comes in because we're all, so when you don't feel successful is because you obviously you're setting the goals the wrong way. And what I mean by that, most Mm. of people set goals that are means goals. I want to make a million dollars. I want to have three companies. I want to take my company public. I want to scale. Right. So the, but what they're missing actually is why do you want to take that company public? What is it that you would like to feel? What is the energy that you would like to bring around it? Mm -hmm. So when we switch from means goals, which are useful to have, but be clear that these are the means goals. This is what I need a million dollars 
for what? To open an orphanage. I need that money to support my family back home. I need that money to create a um, support system for abused women in my town, in my city. What is that feeling at the end of the million dollars, at the end of opening all these companies that you're actually searching for? And why identity comes in, obviously, is because who you are is what is happening in your life. Mm. Who you are is what is happening, what you attract. And you've heard this a million times, but this is really, truly the essence of what it is. Let me give you an example. So I have, obviously I work with high achievers and the hallmark of high achievers is I'm not good enough. And that's why they achieve so much. (laughs) Yeah. Because they're forever trying to run away from this feeling of I'm not good enough. So because it's so much in their face, they're they're, they're just overachieving because they're running away from something. Yeah. Something snaps, right? It's like, I always say it's like an elastic wrapped around your waist and you're running, 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 running. And as, as the elastic expands, it's harder and harder and harder once the elastic is super stretched and either there's two scenarios what happens either you run into the burnout and you mm. relax for a second and you're snapped right back where you were you can't run away from this i'm not good enough feeling so the example is that i have is i i, I work with a client for one year and a half and he was achieving so much but his satisfaction level was below the floor so and that feeling of not being good enough had translated in deep misery. And guess what happened? That deep misery sipped into his organization. Yes, exactly. Right. So that permanent state of dissatisfaction itself was destroying his business that he built. He put half of his life into building. So when we went into that identity, who are you? And intrinsically, that person felt like they're broken. Yeah, He was permanently trying to fix himself, trying to pretend that he's fixing himself. And he was feeling that when other people around him. Yes. Once we fix that, his entire company turned around. His employees starting sending him notes, thank you notes, not to say that beyond that, he recruited a whole different level of clients that he's working with. Amazing. A production line that he brought to his business, thanks to his employees coming, feeling safe, feeling in the right place and coming forward with great ideas. I love that. I absolutely love that. And we I wanted to dive in the subject, like how do personal values of the leader, even if you are a solopreneur or you want to start a business or you already have a successful business, what do personal values, how do they stay in touch with your business goals? Directly. <laughs> I always say that the founder's mindset and energy is a pillar in a business. I take it as seriously as cash flow, as the bottom line, as the upline. Your energy, if you are a founder, your energy is and your values, everything that makes you, you're a pillar of your business. Make no mistake. Yes, structure is important. Yes, employees are important. Yes, the team is super important. Yes. You set the tone, make no mistake. And I'm not trying to make you feel guilty or fear, feel overwhelmed. At the contrary, I want to empower you. Your personal values equals decisions. As simple as that. So why is so important to get crystal clear on your values? Because depending on how in touch or 
dis- or not in touch are you with your values, that's how your decision-making process will be happening. If you are aligned with your values, if you're very clear, not only what your values are, but what is the priority at any given point of those values, your decisions will be aligned, will be consistent, will be on a trajectory of where you want to go. And consecutively, the people around you will have a sense what your personal values are, and they will feel that you are taking transparent, clear, easy to understand decisions. The problem is when you are not clear on your own values, you will be constantly torn. Yes. There's nothing worse that drains your mental energy and focus. And as a result, you feel you feel misaligned, you feel frustrated, you feel like other people are not serving you, taking advantage of you, blah, 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 a ton of worms. It's because you internally feel torn between what decision should I take, short-term, long-term, instant gratification, doing the hard things. Should I protect me? Should I protect the employees? It's always this clarity. It's a huge, uh, unexcusable drain of your focus and energy. And that ends up, unfortunately, in burnout. Yes, exactly. The quality of our life is the quality of our decision. Yeah, and even if you have like this vision or or your business plan, this vision for your team or this vision for your uh, own life, it is always good to ask the question, how will this uh, have a collateral effect? For example, on the planet on my family, on some things that you value. And if if you end up not diving into that, then you will end up sabotaging your own success and not bringing the energy and the vision and the passion you need to have as a leader to influence other people, right? So sometimes uh, people don't, don't see this and it's uh, unconscious and they set themselves up for failure. Do you have any tips on how to handle Uh, people that fail and actually let themselves be stopped in business or in life because of it? Yeah, that's a great, great question. And failure, it is that sneaking hyena that is always (laughs) running around an entrepreneur, a business owner. I love that, (laughs) sneaking hyena. (laughs) It's just always sneaking sneaking around, trying to find its way in. It's, it's, It's just that. So the, the thing is, this is the reality. So if you live in a jungle, if you're stepping into entrepreneurship, and I don't mean jungle in terms of wild, this is the habitat of, of being an entrepreneur. And expect the hyena, that's where hyena lives. Mm. <laughs> right? So it's not like, oh, the hyena is invading my space. No, 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 no. You choose to step into entrepreneurship. That's hyena's Habitat. Yeah. <laughs> <Natural> <laughs> habitat. <laughs> so if you don't get yourself clear on even, so it's all about managing your own expectation and your own perception, period, point blank. Failure has nothing to do with how horrible life serves you, with how unfair life is, with how hard this whole thing is. It has everything to do with what you decide, what failure means to you, to your life, to people around you, and so on. But pay attention. It is not that hyena is coming and eating up you, you, you in your own home. You're stepping into hyena's territory. Hence, you have to take a decision. What does it mean that there's a hyena around? And what does it mean when this hyena comes actually and is eating my dinner, for example? Yeah. So that's number one. Number two, failure. Obviously, we hear this, and I love Tom Bilyeu's explanation. Failure is nothing but data-rich feedback. Exactly. The most... <laughs> 
comprehensive golden nuggets you will receive is in failure. And what is it that your perception about failure is? Is failure this wall that you're riding your car at 120 miles or kilometers, whatever, that's really fast, and you're literally, you're crashing. You crash and burn into this brick concrete wall, and hence you experience catastrophic failure, and you, you're dead. Your business is dead. Your energy is dead. Everything is gone. Or you say, right, I can look at failure as this wall that I, I'm crushing and burning into and I'm dead, or I choose to see it as a speed bump on my way to success. Yeah, exactly. I love that. I love that. And data is so important, right? So the only thing that can create a failure is actually having an expectation in a specific time frame, right? So if you just see it as the journey, towards your goal and every bump is a learning lesson that is very, very valuable. You actually start to enjoy the journey, the lessons and the failures. Yes. At least that's how I, I experience it, starting to enjoy the mistakes you made because this is your most amazing learning lesson personally and with your business goals. Tell me, what, what is the, the, from all these clients and everybody that you have served, right? In different levels of businesses and personal lives, what is the number one most important lesson you learned about people? That's, uh, that's a beautiful question. And thank you. Thank you for asking me. Number one lesson about people is that we all, and that will sound crazy within the business context, we all want to be acknowledged and loved. That's all we want. I think it sounds amazing for people overall. <laughs> Indeed. And it doesn't make any difference in business because oftentimes people start businesses consciously seeking this feeling to be acknowledged, to be loved. And that's where, that's where transformation really happens and starts. When we uncover those things, why is it, why is it that, why do you do what you do? Yeah. And that's number one. Number two, I think specifically when it comes to high achievers, two things are eating them on the inside, self-judgment and the feeling of not being good enough. It's shocking. It's shocking, but it's, it's rampant. All right. So give us uh, some tips. Give our listeners some tips when it comes to self-judgment. Yes, absolutely. I will. And as you know, I'm a huge advocate, self-declared advocate of self-love. And I know that recently self-love has gotten a beating. Um, there's a lot of pushback against that self-love. Um, you know, people perceive it as selfish, as, you know, the... It, it's superficial, it's selfish, it's smallish, it's anything that you want to do. And specifically, so I'm, I want to speak to, to an example. So my mentor, one of my biggest mentors in the world that I love and adore, and he's contributed so much to my life, completely changed my life. I'm, I'm attending his events every six months, Tony Robbins. Mm. And I, I agree with everything he says. But recently I heard him say, um, well, Self-love is, self-love is BS because the only way you can achieve following your purpose, you can achieve your purpose and, and fulfill your purpose is by serving others. Mm. Now, I 100% agree with Tony. He, he, can't, he can say no wrong, in my opinion. He's totally right, a thousand percent. Yes, in order for you to achieve that fulfillment, to live your life purpose, indeed, that, will, that is only possible when you lead a life of service. Having said that, the difference is that Tony, he spent 40 plus years in, in his work. 
He's done an incredible amount of work on himself, for other people. And the way I see it is Tony is on the other side of the river. And he's there and he says, hey, everyone, I know, I know the answer. <laughs> so he wants to help us. He's like, no, 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 forget self-love. It's, it's actually living a life of purpose. And I agree with him. I agree. But the crazy thing is myself and as many other people, we are not on the other side of the river. We are in the river. Mm. We've stepped into the river of change. We're not on the, on, the, on the other side, but we are in the midst of a river. Yes. So the thing is, when you are in the midst of the river, when you are, the quick rapids are pulling you in different directions, you kind of know, I need to go there. I need to go on the other side, but I'm right now I'm right here. And then you have a, a wave that is washing you over and you're struggling, you're gusting for air. To that person who is battling addiction, to approval to that person who is still battling being this the, the, the toxic results of being an empath to that person who is overcoming the trauma with being around narcissistic people or whatever that is if you tell that person who is just struggling to accept themselves and to just can i just let go of this inner judge that is suffocating to that person mm. to say hey self-love is bs i think it's just one more push to help him to help him or her go under. So I say, while yes, the peak of the mountain is living a life of service, getting there, the simple steps of getting there and, and, and coming out of this river, out of the rapids, out of the tormented dark waters of self-doubt, self-criticism, self-judgment is really self-love. And self-love has also simple steps and frameworks. Now, you have to understand one thing. Every single thing is learnable. Even if you hate yourself, even if you judge yourself, even if you're, you, you had a huge failure right now. And it's like, Leo, you can't understand. I had all these big people that I had to, I closed the doors of my business. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah. So you know what? Your only chance to recover for yourself and for your people is self-love. And one last thing, everything has a framework. Everything is learnable. Everything is possible when you break it down in simple steps. So, yeah. So, so would you say that was powerful? So would you say, Leo, that, that it is a, a habit, a habit of judging yourself, a habit of being critical and is self-love, self-love also a habit that you can learn yourself quickly? Yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. You put it perfectly and beautifully. That's exactly what it is. It is a habit. It's a skill. It's a learnable skill. Yes. You're not supposed to be born with it. You're not su- the fact that you have all these negative thoughts at this point. It doesn't mean that this is your destiny. That's how it, you, you don't understand. This is who I am. No, you choose to be. Yeah, and and you said something about approval, right? So not being rejected, being approved. And I just wanted to attach on that, right? So I love that you said that because I got one big epiphany, and that was. What if I would lead my life improving the way that I think about myself in situations and not giving priority to whoever, no matter what level, thinks about me and then not standing in this power zone and this self-love zone that actually makes you abundant to share and to give with others. So also on the selfishness question, I, I love that because 
it is selfish not to love yourself. It is truly selfish not to love yourself because you have this amazing potential and purpose, right? So loving yourself is actually acknowledging that. And you will be able to be abundant enough to share that abundance with people and to make yourself go through that river in a flow. Uh, so I love that you said that. So tell me, why is it so hard to change for some people? Why is it so hard to change yeah. the high achievers mindset about their themselves and their self-love? Yes. So we have to speak about resistance, right? So the reason why a person it's hard to change is because they don't want to change. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's ridiculous because, you know, I hear people saying to me all the time, clients saying, no, but I really want to change. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm investing all my energy, all this, all this time, all this money into the, I want, I want this. I trust you. Please change. me." And I'm very, very keen to jump and say, well, we have to speak to that resistance because high achievers have a lot of proof already in their life that beating themselves up, it's actually good <laughs> because it brought them to the success where they are. Right? Yeah. So instead of, so we're talking about the ego, of course. So when it comes to the ego, especially with high achievers, they say, no, 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 but look, and it's, it's un, undeniable proof of their success that ego helped them get where they are. But at the same time, ego is taking over and all they feel is misery. So my approach is that we have to speak to the resistance first. We invite the ego. We literally, we have a coffee with the ego. We sit down, three-way co- conversation, three-way conference, myself. And if you do it really good, there come cookies with it. <laughs> you know, sometimes have tea parties. Sometimes we imagine we're in a boat with champagne, flowing, whatever, whatever that the circumstance is. And then, and then usually the ritual is that we onboard the ego. So it's, it's a way of inviting the ego. And what we do, we retire the ego. We thank the ego for all the great achievements that the ego has actually helped this person get, you know, all the, the, the business, the incredible abundance, financial abundance, successes. So we have a ceremony of gratitude towards ego. And we ask kindly the ego to go and find an island that ego likes and retire there because the, the era of the ego ends here. And in this way, what we're addressing, actually we're addressing the resistance and we're not squashing, destroying, burning the ego because the ego actually protected this person from emotional suffering and pushed them forward for a really long time. But now is the era of awareness. So we're officially retiring the ego with the best intentions and a lot of gratitude. And we invite the ego to take a back seat and we give the wheel to awareness. Mm. And when that happens, when, when I see in my client's eyes, tick, 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 all these light bulbs, light bulbs going off because what they fear most, they really fear to become sloppy. They really feel to let go of control, fear, sorry. They fear becoming sloppy. They fear letting go of control. Their fear is like, oh my God, if I love myself, then I'll become, you know, I end up living under the bridge with a gecko pet on my shoulder, right? Yeah. Um, but then in, in this way, when we allow them to decide what is it that they want to do with their ego, and mostly this process is seamless, is seamless. Mm. They feel so much relief because then they are in control of this ego. And not the other way around. 
So not letting the ego be a hostage, right? <laughs> not a hostage. We onboard the ego. We mm. say, ego, you are, you have amazing qualities. Well, these are these are not so amazing. So thank you, thank you. It's time for you to take your retirement when we need you. When and how we need you? There's a situation. We know where to find you. Yes, exactly. So we speak to the resistance of high achievers letting go of their ego, which is mm. a big deal. So what would you say on this statement? So the ego is limited and awareness is unlimited. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the truth, period. Should people redefine their success, even if they're doing well in business? If they want to. Nobody should do anything that they want to do. Yeah, exactly. What would you, what, let's say you're like this last person in the planet able to speak about the importance of self-love to have success. What would you say to this stage of the world? About You're the last person. So if they don't listen to you, they will not get the importance of self-love and what is costing you not to have it. What I would say is, look, don't listen to me. Don't listen to any guru out there. Don't listen to your mom. Don't listen to your teammate. Don't listen to your partner. Don't listen to your kids. But please, oh please, that voice that you know is within you, and it might be whispering right now, asking you to listen. The only request I have, please, oh please, listen to that voice. That just gave me goosebumps. And I know when I have goosebumps that there is some amazing energy going there. I hope you felt it too, guys. And Leo, please tell people if they would like to find out more about you or get in contact with you, how can they do that? Yes. So I'm all over social. <laughs> <You can laughs> That's a great thing. <laughs> um, well, it's, it's, it's part of my life's purpose. Um, you know, um, it's, it's a way of giving back. I'm very grateful to have that opportunity. So they can find me on uh, Instagram and TikTok at leo.coach, uh, as well as my website. Uh, I'm sure the links will be shared below. Um, and mainly, I would say where they can find me is probably in the field of, in the energetical field. You know, you can call my name anytime you need me and hear my voice in any point in time that you need me. That's amazing. That's amazing. So guys, this was a very impactful, energetical podcast. I loved it. And I will see you next week again to level up. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Vault. Respect for showing up and creating your next stage of life and business. If you like this episode, I invite you to dive deeper and stay. The S stands for subscribe and share. Make a screenshot right now and pay it forward and send this to five friends who can benefit from this value. The T stands for try and transform. Try the technique, at least until the next episode. The A stands for action. Action creates success. Don't stay a student when you have a code. You should try to open the vault. And finally... The Y stands for you. This is about the most valuable asset of the vault and life in general. The one and only authentic you. So if this was your code, please comment and help the vault grow. Hashtag unlocked, hashtag next level, hashtag dive deeper. And see you next week to level up again.